Welcome to the NFL Stock Exchange Podcast. In this episode, we are giving you guys our NFLSC official preseason 2023 NFL Draft big board. Connor has his big board. I've got my big board that we have each built throughout the summer, every single episode of the summer scouting series. We've been putting these guys in order, which position groups that we like more than others. Coming up with a vertical big board Top 50 guys. So I've got my 50. Connor's got his 50. And we're going to collaborate to give you a two-man scouting department official big board that you can have to reference the early part of the college football and NFL seasons. I'm Trevor Sycamore. With me, as always, is Connor Rogers. Let's ring the bell. the NFL Stock Exchange Podcast. I'm Trevor Sikama. That is Connor Rogers. Today's a Monday edition of the podcast, but it's not a mock draft Monday, Connor. I'd say it's a little bit more exciting, though. As we are getting to the eve of the college football season getting kicked off, the eve of the NFL season getting kicked off, we figured that we had to give the good people a show big board for the 2023 NFL draft. There's been so many episodes, so much time, so many words between the two of us and getting to interact with a lot of the fans talking about summer scouting, breaking down all the positions going into this season, what the 2023 NFL draft can look like. Now we're actually going to organize it. You and I have our individual big boards. We're going to talk about them amongst each other for the first time. I will add for the first time, come together, give you guys an NFL SE top 50 2023 NFL draft big board heading into the season. It's going to be a good time, bud. Dude, I mean, we did all of the legwork for this, so you got to finish off the project here. I mean, why not? So it's it's exciting. Um, I really appreciate everybody that's that's left a nice comment saying how much they enjoyed the summer scouting series that followed along with us. It goes to show you something I can't reiterate enough, how many diehard year-round draft fans there are. It's not just a month lead-up event for them or a season for them. It's it's the entire year. They love it, and it's it's been really cool to have them along for the ride with us, and today is a little bit of our uh, Christmas here where we build a big board for the show that people can reference. When people are turning on college football, they can look at players to watch, and what's kind of cool, Trevor, is we will highlight throughout the season, we will have a reference point to call back to to show right. how things change throughout the process that is the NFL draft. Yeah, a big uh, theme of this show, obviously, is is stock. This stock market, you know, stock up, stock down. And we wanted to give you guys not just our rankings during the summer, but something that we could always go back to where we've got these big boards fully established to where we can say, hey, four, five, six weeks into the college football season, this guy's stock's on the rise. This guy's playing better than I thought he was, or this guy's not playing as well as I thought he was. Maybe the hype that we had during the summer was a little bit too much. So we could do those stock up, stock down segments that we're really looking forward to getting into during the season. The way that we're going to do this, guys, and it's interesting because I've I've never publicly put out a preseason big board before. I've always had like organized thoughts. I've done summer scouting before. I have either. But I, I've never right, I've never publicly yeah. put out a preseason big board. So this is new for me. This is new for you, at least having our thoughts as organized as this. So what we figured, the way that we would do this is we're going to go in increments of five to start it. I'll give you my top five of my big board. Connor will give you his. We'll kind of come together. We'll we'll set up our own little top five. We'll then give five more, rounding out the top 10. We'll then organize the, the show's collaborative big board then, top 10. We'll go five up to 15, 
five of the 20. And then once we get to 20, we'll go in increments of 10. We'll go 21 to 30, 31 to 40, 41 to 50 to round out the show. So we'll be able to kind of see who each of us are a little bit higher on because it's one thing to do position by position rankings and say, oh, okay, I like this guy a little bit more than you. But it's another thing entirely to put all the positions together and say, okay, wow, you really like this class a little bit more than I do for a certain position and things like that. So that's what's going to make this episode, I think, very, very interesting is seeing that position by position valuation between the two of us. We're basically going to work together like co-GMs or or however you want to look at it. Yeah, there's a good way to put it. There's going to be times where we have to come together on a player and find common ground and see how we evaluate evaluate him uh, as a franchise. So I think that's what makes this exercise special. Although I will say that divisiveness will probably kick in more from 10 and on i think yes. the top, it's i mean <laughs> things will change during the season but right now with what you're given to evaluate over the summer trevor i thought i don't want to say the top five was clear but the players that hovered around there i was like these guys are really good yeah i i think that we're for sure gonna have four of the same top five players but then Actually, yes. who, who I think is going to be at number five might be up for debate, and that might be where we really start to get into a little bit of back and forth. We're going to dig right into it, but before we do that, got to do everybody's favorite ad read. Gentlemen, you guys out there listening to the podcast, all men strive for gold in their life, right? You got gold medals, you got gold watches, gold everything. That is the standard. However, there's a certain type of man who goes the extra mile. He walks in the confidence of an eagle, and he giggles in the face of danger. He is a big, hairless winning machine and when he unzips his pants he sees platinum that's right manscape would like to introduce to you guys the best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet the platinum package 4.0 manscaped is the leader in below the waist grooming now you can trust him with the whole shebang join the four million men worldwide who trust manscaped by going to manscaped.com getting 20 percent off of free shipping if you use the promo code nflse so it used to be pff now if you guys go if you've ever been on the fence about it and you want to order it please use our promo code nflse it helps this podcast out a ton manscape brings the new platinum package 4.0 as their biggest bundle that they have ever given you guys for a bulk discount on manscape's top products 20 percent off when you use that promo code NFLSE to help out this podcast, it's time that you enjoy the finer things in life. Get yourself a platinum package for your platinum package. While I'm here, I also want to mention that uh, anybody out there who might not have a PFF subscription, now you can get a free PFF Plus, which I know it's kind of confusing. The packages at PFF.com used to be an edge subscription, a college subscription, a lead subscription. We have totally simplified it for you guys. We're making it way easier. It's one subscription one-stop shop you get everything it's called pff plus now and it is a fraction of the price it's not that 200 price tag that it used to be I believe it's 80 dollars a year if you sign up for it but if you never had Steel. PFF before it is it is i mean like you and i watch all this film and get all these grades and have all these references because of the pff tools it oh, makes it so much easier for us so if you're it's big draft fan, process for the better go check it out pff.com go look for the pff plus subscription that's how you can get it all right buddy let's do it Let's get into it. Let's hear your top five. I wish we could do like keep the suspense alive and like wait to see your number. But there's no, there's no, no way. To do it it's so funny. We you just texted, can't do it. When you, you texted me this morning, I was like, I was going to ask. I was like, how, what order are we going to do? And then I was like, we can't build up to one. No, that's we can't. Just, that's we serial can't. killer. We're gonna, yeah, we're, we would have, we would have been so far on opposite ends of the spectrum to like start at number 50. So we've got to, we've got to 
have a bigger common ground to start things off. So give me your top five. Let's rattle them off, and then uh, I'll give you mine, and then we can uh, we can kind of discuss from there. All right, my number one overall player in this class. Uh, I'm not going to be you know first take here. I'm not going to be a contrarian. It, it's Will Anderson. Wow, He's real one. original. Yeah, real I know. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Real real <laughs> scout. Real uh, boots in the arena scout. All right, Will Anderson, number one. Jalen Carter, number two. So I did have both of these guys ahead of the quarterbacks in the class. Okay. And uh, I think just right now they are are higher-graded players, more complete players. I've said on both pods with you, and I know you've said it back to me, both these guys can play in the NFL today at a pretty high level. So yeah. then you then it gets a little more interesting. Three, C.J. Stroud. He's my QB1 in this class going into the season. Yep. Four, Bryce Young. He is my QB2 going into this class. And then five, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, was number five overall. I, Trevor, I'll be honest with you. One through four, it took me about three seconds to punch them <laughs> in my Excel sheet. I was like, ah, these are the guys. Number five, I, I did have a handful of players that I, I could have put there, but I, I went with Jackson just because I thought uh, he's been insanely productive. He's pretty polished himself. So I, And I, I value wide receiver pretty highly, so he, he fit number five for me. So I, I figured that we would have four of the same top five. And I wondered if we would hit five for five. We did not hit five for five. My number one player is Will Anderson. My number two player is also Jalen Carter. And I'm okay. not, not going to lie, dude. I went into this weekend and when we were going through summer scouting, I had Jalen Carter as player one. When I, I watched think it's him, crazy. I, I had him as my number one player in this class. And this weekend I went back and I, I made sure to kind of look up a lot more stats and even a lot more context than I could about both of those guys. I went head to head, Will Anderson, and Jalen Carter. And I ended up putting Will Anderson at number one just because he seems to be even more in control and aware of the rare gifts and abilities that he has. Everything that he does feels so calculated, controlled, and dominant at the same time. Jalen Carter has still this insane untapped potential, but he was in a pretty deep rotation at Georgia, right? This year, we now get to see him in a full-time role, and not just a full-time role, but he is the focal point, right? The offensive lines are going to be looking to double Jalen Carter and put extra bodies on Jalen Carter first and foremost. I don't think that was the case last year. How could it be? They had Jordan Davis. They had Devontae Wyatt. They had Trayvon Walker. They had all of those guys, right? So a lot of those players are now gone, even the linebackers behind him, and it's going to be simply Jalen Carter right now. So even though I think that there's plenty of snaps out there where he can take on double teams and look unbelievable doing it. I ended up giving Will Anderson the edge just because he has seemed to be more in control and dominant and aware and, and controlled of, of what his special abilities are. So I got those guys at one and two. I got Bryce Young at number three, cause he was my QB one. That's CJ Stroud at number four. And then I have miles Murphy from Clemson at number five. And this is a big, this is a big potential push for me because I think I, I, when we talked about this during summer scouting, you correct me if I'm wrong. I wasn't blown away with Miles Murphy in where he currently is as a prospect, but man, I mean, like the just the the raw ability, the, oh, yeah. the ball of clay that he is, is still there. So he's still figuring out. He's still refining how to be that kind of a pass rusher. But the power that he plays with and that that athletic ability that you see in flashes, it was too much for me to keep him too far down this list. So I think we've got the same four here. I mean, we're flipping a coin between Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. I, I feel like can we can we give it to Bryce Young at number three just out of respect for the fact that he won the Heisman last year? Can we just yeah, give him the spot I, at three? This is not a battle that I'm gonna you know get real aggressive here back okay. at you. I, I'd be just doing it for showmanship if I did because I have them three and four. Like there's oh, right. not 
and I, if you want to hear our reasons, this isn't going to be the show that we, we redo the shows we did all summer. There is an NFL SE playlist with every position group. We had a long conversation about Stroud versus Bryce Young. I had Stroud one, Trevor Red Young uh, number one. You can listen to a long spiel on that there. The point is these guys are, are very close and it's going to be, it's great for the draft that we have a quarterback battle, not for like a picket, you know, Malik Willis right. battle, like a battle for guys that can go number one overall. I was just talking this morning uh, to somebody about CJ Stroud actually is a good friend of mine and he's an Ohio state fan. And he was asking me kind of about what I've seen during the summer. Cause he knows I do summer scouting. And I told him, and I, it's the same thing that I said on the show. I went into that thinking that CJ Stroud was just going to be a facilitator that I looked at that offense, that offensive line, the running backs, all the wide receiver and receiving talent that they have at Ohio State, the offense that they play in and how easy it's been to manufacture so many great stats over the years uh, in Columbus. But CJ Stroud's awesome. <laughs> he's, he's, oh, yeah. he's a legit quarterback prospect. And so he he can't be, I think, anywhere below number four when you're, when you're doing these things. I'm going to hold off on number five because you mentioned Jackson Smith and Jigba. And since we put, Bryce at number three and CJ Stroud at number four. If Smith and Jigbo was close for me, I would just put him at number five, but he's not. He's he's not very close to number five for me. So let's let's move on and see if we might be able to get more of a common ground here. I want to hear your six through ten. And if we gotta kind of bend the rules a little bit, get all the way to 15 to get a bigger scope of prospects, we can. But who is your uh who is your six through ten here? So six through nine, uh, we're all contenders to be number five. I think they'd be graded. Okay. They'd pretty much have the same grade that Jackson Smith and Chigba has. He's just sitting at five. Uh, ten, not so much, but still a good player. Six, Miles Murphy, edge from Clemson. You had him at okay. five, correct? Well, I had him at five, so he's there probably going to be five for us on the on the board then. Seven, uh, Michael Mayer, uh, the tight end from Notre Dame, who I loved in this class and, and think he's well-earning earn, of a top 10 preseason ranking. Oh, man. Uh, Siaki, Siaki Ika Ooh, from nice. Baylor at eight. He was somebody that I really wanted to put at five, easily could have, one of my favorite players I watched all summer. Wow. Antonio Johnson, the safety we just did last week from Texas A&M at nine. And then uh, Keely Ringo, the cornerback from Georgia, was at 10. Okay, I'm filling this out as we go here, so I'm gonna try to be I'm gonna try to be as as efficient as possible here. The ones that I offered seem... to pace them for you. Trevor just likes doing things the hard way. Uh, oh, oh, you mean yours? Okay, you can you can pace yours as we go <laughs> through it. I'm, I'm saying. Okay, you can do that. You can do that as as we move on. I'm just trying to I'm trying to put it in, in the NFLSC big board, and so my so that was your six through ten. Yep. My I've got so many damn tabs open right now uh my six through ten is melting and we didn't even get through the first 10 players in the show folks we're trying folks we're trying antonio johnson so i think that he's got to be next for us i think he's got to be that sixth player on our big board because both of them both of us collectively have him so high here yep just an unbelievable type of safety we talked about him most recently last week uh, when we finished up summer scouting going over the safety class rare size speed strength recognition versatile versatility uh, that that kind of ability that you find in a safety it just doesn't come around very often connor you said it in that episode we didn't think we were going into the safety class thinking we had a guy that was that was this high and and we ended up being both very impressed yeah. by him clearly number seven for me i had andre carter the edge rusher from army uh number eight i have keely ringo the cornerback from georgia who this is my first little stock up stock down because over the last two or three days 
I've taken a look at my rankings. I've looked at a little bit more film with these guys. I've, I've put in some extra context. And I have a couple of guys that I brought down in my rankings, brought up in my rankings. This is one of them. I bumped Eli Ricks down a little bit in my cornerback rankings after kind of looking at the situation with what he's going through at Alabama, how he might not start right away. I still love the ability, but maybe just not as bullish on him. A gutless move. (laughs) Watched a little bit more tape of him over the last couple of years. And there are times, there are a little bit too many times where he's guessing and not exactly knowing his assignments, him not picking up a playbook at Alabama as quickly as you want to. Maybe there's kind of a correlation there. So still love the ability with Ricks, but maybe just not as bullish because a couple of these other guys, Ringo and, and Cam Smith, definitely playing a little bit more confident than he is right now. So I bumped him a little bit down. So I got Ringo at eight. Isaiah Foskey, I have him at number Whoa. nine. I liked Foskey. Not in my top man. 50. Not in your top 50? Not in my top 50. Whoa, 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 He wasn't, whoa. when we did the uh, the Edge show. Not in your top 50? No, no. When we did. Bro, he's the, way too good to not be in your top 50. I mean, he's fine. He's not a bad player. He wasn't a he wasn't a top. So I have a pretty clear top seven edges right now, and he is not in there. No way. Yeah, no. He's fine. He's not a bad player. I I didn't think it, there was anything special that stood out as a rusher at the moment, and that's that's all I care about. Oh, dude. For, yeah. Wow, you have him top ten. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Was he I in like- your top five edges when we did that show? Yeah, he was. Okay. So I have a I have a crap ton of edge rushers. In, in my top. Yeah, me too. I, I really like the edge class. Yeah, you don't have Isaiah Foskey. No. You're out of your mind. The Dude, the long arm is, it is it is chef kiss. Listen, it is, I'll, beautiful. I'll come around on him if I'm wrong. I mean, we, we'll get him on the top 50. You have him in the top right. 10. <laughs> I don't have him in the top <laughs> 50. He's got to be in the top 30. <laughs> we got to get him somewhere. But yeah, dude, I got I got Foskey at nine. And then okay. uh, I've got I've got Brian Brissy at, at number 10. And you know, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I don't love it. And it's not a yeah, shot at, at Brian Brzee at all. It's really not. He definitely has that ability. But certainly over the last couple of years, what Clemson has asked him to do has not allowed him to really refine that elite athletic ability. So instead, you see a lot of those flashes of athleticism. And I had Brzee a lot lower on this list kind of when we when I started retooling this big board. And just as I was moving people around a little bit, favoring athleticism, favoring potential, wanting to make sure I get good top-tier athletes that aren't capped ceiling-wise with athleticism up high on this big board. He kind of crept his way up, and so I've got him uh, there at number 10. So that's uh, that's kind of the way. The commonalities that we have there, uh, we've got to have Miles Murphy at number five because you had him at six, I had him at five. We've yep. got Antonio Johnson in there, so I think Antonio Johnson's next, and I think Keely Ringo is uh, is sitting there at number seven if did we have anybody else who was who's con- talking about Ika where, no. where are you on Ika so, so you I, like Brazil better than Ika I do like Brazil better okay. than Ika and I and I I, I, had that I strongly show, right? I strongly do not like yeah I, have, I had Brazil at number two and I had Ika at number three I yep. do have Ika but I could have swore you said to me I wish I did this on that show or something close to that it's close. I might be for mixing me. up shows. It's close. I, might be so like, shows. I have I have Ika in my top twenty. Okay, good. That's good. I have Ika. I can live with that. Where is he? He is twenty. He's twenty for me. So I have him. I have him number twenty. So we're we're gonna get his name on this list for sure. At some okay. point soon. Who's your Who's your eleven through fifteen? Let's see if we can get. We're gonna get Jackson Smith and Jigba in these in these next. 
in these okay. next couple picks here. 11 through 15, Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver from TCU. I uh, okay. said on that show, I almost put him number one. Okay. I loved him. Okay. Um, 12, B. John Robinson, just an absolute superstar running back, but more than a running back for Texas. I uh-huh. mean, an offensive weapon in the mold, a three-down mold kind of guy. Sure. 13, Broderick Jones, my top tackle out of Georgia. 14, Trenton Simpson, the linebacker out of Clemson. And 15, Kayshawn Butte, the wide receiver at LSU. So I think the way that we're going to do this, because mine 11 through 15 are, I've got Cam Smith, the corner from South Carolina. I have... Um, well, I have Cam at 18, so I'm high on him, too. Okay, so then he's going to come into play here. So then at number 12, I have Felix Anudike Uzuma for the edge rusher from Kansas State. He's on my top 50. Okay, but he's low. What was he? What was he? 47. Okay, so he's way lower for your... Man, I'm I'm way higher on this edge class, I guess, than you are. Um, I have Quentin at 13. We see it differently. Yeah, on it no you are that's fine that's fine uh i got okay i got got quentin at 13 i got trenton at 14 and then i got smith and jigbit 15 okay so So we're pretty close on the wide receivers decently close i i think next for me would have to be i think quentin would quentin have to be next for us because quentin would be yes i think he's got to be next if he's that high on my list let me copy paste my list so you're not just guessing about mine yep yep that would help i could i could interject here if i have your list (laughs) good podcast good podcasting we're figuring it out people okay so there it is yeah so you said you have cam at eight. so yeah i think quentin johnson's got to be eight oh we both have trenton simpson at 14 yep so we're pretty high on him Okay. Well, me... we got to get Jackson Smith and Jigba. At I think least I think he'd be I think he'd be ten. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Quinn Johnson, Trenton Simpson. You said you had Cam Smith. I think we would then go 18th. Cam Smith because you have him eighteen and I have him eleven. I think we'd then go Cam Smith and then we would go. We would go Saki Ike. Siaki Ike. So I have Andre Carter at 17, and you have him at 7. So he's got to be pretty high up here. Yeah. Actually, we'll put him at 12, and then we'll put Ike right after him. All right, all right, all right, all right. I don't hate this. I don't hate this. It's coming together. Coming along. All right, so let's update the people where we're at right now. I'm still going to fight you over Isaiah Foskey, but maybe maybe I'm a fool. Uh, six was Antonio Johnson. Seven was Keely Ringo. Eight was Quentin Johnson. Nine was Trenton Simpson. Ten was Jackson Smith and Jigba. Eleven was Cam Smith. Twelve Andre Carter. Thirteen Siaki Ika. Fourteen Bijan Robinson. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I just say put... running back is in the top fifteen on a Pro Football Focus podcast. Oh no, <laughs> you should, you can't say those words out loud. Um, I'm proud of it. He's freaking awesome. No, Bijan's the man. We, you and I talked about this on the on the running back pod he what he can bring as a receiver i mean there are times where he lines up as a slot right i mean like they, they will use Bijan robinson in any way shape and form yeah that's how you get guys with a ton of value especially on a, on an early big board uh give me your 16 through 20 give me your 16 okay let's see 16 paris, a, paris johnson jr from ohio state there's a couple of names michael mayer yeah um, where do you have him 
Well, you you have Gilbert over him still, right? I do, I do, but they're okay. close. They are close. You uh, will be you will be happy to know Gilbert made the top fifty for me. After well, I didn't have him in the top five tight ends. <laughs> He's fiftieth. <laughs> okay. Because I knew. Well, number one, well, look, we were getting a, there. we were getting a Reed Gilbert into this. We yeah. just like we're getting Isaiah Foskey into this. Yes. Damn it. Yes. Okay, so um, a couple of outlier go? names that we have so far. Michael Mayer, Kayshawn Butte, Broderick Jones. Yeah. I think we're everybody else is kind of accounted for at this moment. Yep. Um Felix on a DK Azuma, you have not mentioned yet. No, but where I is, do where I do is, really like him. Where is Brian Brzee for you? 20. Okay, so then him he's probably 15 on the show's big board, right in the middle. Because I have him at 10. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's that's how it usually works. Hey, um, math, baby. Math is helpful. What up? Sixteen. Paris Johnson Jr. The the now tackle from Ohio State. Where do you have him? I have Paris Johnson thirty five. But okay, I'm, so I'll be in the twenties. I was a little bit more gun shy about him th- because you you were like, okay, here's the ability. We see it here. Yeah. I'm going to project the tackle. I was. Yep. I'm a little bit more reserved on it. So that might that might be a early stock up player, but we'll see. 17, Andre Carter, we already got him on the board. Yep. 18, Cam Smith, we already got him on the board. Yep. 19th, Peter Skaronsky, the offensive lineman from Northwestern. 20 okay, so was Percy. I also have Peter Skaronsky at exactly 19. Wow. So I think so Skaronsky's got to go be up. 16. Yes. So for me, my next couple of guys, 16, I've got Nolan Smith, the edge rusher from Georgia. Did not make my top 50. And Ooh. I know I have to explain that one. You got a, you got some splaining, dude. I, I don't, I don't on that one. I, I've never seen somebody live off their recruiting profile longer than this guy. I mean, don't get me wrong, that's a, a championship defense, and he played in it, and he makes a couple plays. But there is nothing about him right now that screams he should go in the first two rounds of this draft. I am betting on the athleticism big time, it, that, and that's if so, you tell me that, that's totally fine. The thing, the things that I'm betting for mainly with Nolan Smith, and it's weird to have him at 16, but. There's a lot of pros and cons from this entire class going into the preseason. And it was yeah. a little, I don't want to say odd. It was just a new experience diving into these guys and ranking them and organizing my thoughts on them a lot more than I have in the past. Because with the NFL draft, so much of what you do relies on that final year that they have before they declare. Right. So there's a lot of when you have a guaranteed still season to play with these guys, sometimes it can kind of mess with your mind a little bit. When I look at Nolan Smith, I go, okay, yeah, he wasn't able to get a ton of playing time, a ton of reps, a ton of experience on that Georgia defensive line. But the effort the dude plays with is phenomenal. And he is an unreal athlete. Now, I don't think he's going to be a hand in the dirt four three defensive end for you. He's going to be an outside linebacker, but I'm okay with that. Like I, I really do think that with some extra reps and and with a lot more experience that he's going to gain this upcoming season, that rare athleticism is something that I definitely um I am I'm looking to bet on there. So that's yeah. that's why I got him at 16. I've got Will Levis at 17. Where do you have Will Levis? He's on the board. Hold on one sec. I will a lot because find... a lot of a lot of my board is positional value. Positional value 43. Okay, so he's a lot lower for you. Quarterback carries a lot of weight for will levis who i still think yeah. has a long way to go as a quarterback yeah. but i do like the ceiling of what he could bring so, so i think I we got, see him exactly the same yeah just i just him differently. I, I think i'm ranking him a lot higher just because of the quarterback label i got Bijan at 18 i got peter skronsky at 19 and then i've got uh ika at 20 so we okay. said that we've got to get that, yeah we got to get skronsky in here 
So I think he's the next one yep. on the board. Where did I have Mayer? We might be able to get Mayer in. Yeah, because I had him seventh. Yeah, you had him seventh. I have him. I have him twenty-five. So this is a this is a good spot for him. I there think it on, is. The, on the on the show big board, get him at seventeen. Find a little bit of a middle ground coming together, if you will. Should I go twenty-one to twenty-five here? Yeah, let's go twenty. Let's go twenty-one to twenty-five. Yeah, I think we're see. gonna have some common ground on at least one of these guys. Uh, Jordan Addison, the wide receiver, now at USC. I'm a little lower on Addison, but we twenty-first overall. Eli Ricks, your boy, twenty-second. Um, okay, the corner at Alabama now. Ricks will probably be close from here. Yeah, twenty-three. Another quarterback, Tanner McKee, out of Stanford. Ooh, okay. So Tanner, really, Tanner McKee is going to be QB three for us on the. Yeah, I really, I really liked him when we did that show. Yeah, um, I moved. He was, he was one of the guys who moved up a little bit for me. I had him okay. behind Tyler Van Dyke when we went over quarterbacks. What was that? Oh shoot, man, that was the first scouting show. It was two probably months June. ago. That was like yeah. two months ago. But uh, I've gone back and I've rewatched a little bit more of Tyler Van Dyke, a little bit more Tanner McKee. Came away still really impressed what Tanner McKee was able to do. So I moved yeah. him up a little bit. So he nice. was QB four for me behind Will Levis, anyways. Okay, uh, 24, Blake Freeland, the tackle at BYU. Ooh, he just missed my top 50. Damn, I thought he was really good. Um, and then 25, I know I'm going to be really he's, high on he's this literally, guy. He's literally 51 for me, which means, which means we're <sighs> getting him in the, the show. We're getting him in the show. 25, I know, I don't think, I would be surprised if you had him in your top 50, but it was uh, Devin A. Chain, the Texas no. A&M running back. Yeah, he's he's not going to be in yeah. my... Uh... He was not. We we that was that was one prospect that we saw much differently, very differently. Okay, so Michael Mayer is there. My my twenty one through twenty five. I got Noah Sewell at twenty one. Okay, I've got Ari Gilbert at twenty two. What up? Ugh. I've got Andrew Ford. Get on the field. I've got. Right, look, I'm. I'd love to see it too. Um, I've got Andrew Voris, the interior offensive lineman from USC, which I I seem to be really bullish on him i mean yes i don't think he was in my top 50 come on Connor. well i mean we did the show you're not surprised you're not surprised you're not surprised we did the show i mean he was what i'll go back and find the rankings good good football player man he was my guard four guard four usually doesn't make the preseason and it was egregious then it's egregious now okay so (laughs) i've got voris at 23 uh, A.T. Perry, 24. So this is one of the guys that I yep. went back and I kind of watched a little bit of A.T. Perry. I was talking with a couple of people about Perry when I had him at wide receiver one. That we were like, okay, what do you like about him? What do you what do you not like about him? I, I highlighted a lot of things about the, the size, speed, athleticism combination. I felt like he brought kind of that wide receiver one ability as an outside wide receiver. And then somebody was like, hey, just pay a little bit of attention to – uh, a little bit more attention when he tries to separate it's a little bit more physical than you would want and i went back and i noticed it and i was like damn they're actually right so a, a decent amount of the separation that at perry will get will sometimes come from either a push off or holding yeah. the arm out from the corner and that's sometimes an art right like that subtlety about playing wide receiver gaining that little separation through physicality that is an art but you don't want to rely on that too much and i do think that at this point Perry relies on it a little bit too much. I watched that Florida State game, and if you watch that Florida State game, it feels like he is playing at a different speed than sometimes he's playing at throughout the rest of the season. So I remember that was one game that I really watched that I went, man, this guy 
does have the athleticism to really be a difference maker on the outside. And then I watch, I think it's the UNC game, and he struggles to separate a little bit without that physical push off from the corners and watch a couple of more games of him. And it's just, all right, then now there's a little bit of mixed results. So I had him move down a little bit. He's not my wide receiver anymore. Wide receiver one anymore. That's a tongue twister. But I have him at 24 here. He is still wide receiver three for me behind Quinn Johnson and Jackson Smith and Jigma. But just wanted to be transparent with you guys about kind of the stock up, stock down. And the why gives you a little bit of kind of what we'll be doing throughout the season as we kind of move guys up and down. And then I got Michael Mayer at uh, at number 25 here. So um, I think you can now take it away with 26 through 30 if you want to do that. Okay, 26 through 30 here. Um, is going to be Layden Robinson, the guard from Texas A&M. Okay. He is in my top 50, but he was lower for me. Okay, cool. He's like That's high 40s. So. 27, Jack Campbell, the linebacker of Iowa. 28, probably one of the next guys on the board for us, Noah Sewell, the linebacker from Oregon. Yeah. Uh, 29, um, I know it's not Jacqueline Roy. I got to re- pull up his pronunciation. I just had it. Because we, we, this is one of those guys we check. It's Jaqueline. 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 Yeah. I want to make sure we nailed that. Jaqueline Roy. How you say it. Um, the D-line from LSU at 29. And then Tyler Van Dyke at 30, the quarterback from Miami. I would I would imagine Sewell is coming up. I, oh, he's 18. Oh, I had him at, I had him at 21. I already, I already named yeah, him. Yeah, so he's, he's 18 on our board. So he's going to be 18 on our board. Uh, I have so if I go twenty six through thirty, I've got Eli Ricks at twenty six. You had him at twenty two, which is hilarious because I had him at TB one, and now I dropped him, and so he's a little bit lower for me than he was for you. Funny how that works. Um, but he's he'd be next on our big board. He'd be at number nineteen just because of the commonality. I had Anton Harrison, who I really like, the offensive tackle from uh, okay. from Oklahoma. He, he didn't make my top fifty, but he he's a, he's somebody that is obviously dangerously close. And I know you really 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 liked him when we did that show. Yeah, man, I think that shoot. Again, this is a guy who the biggest issue when we went through summer scouting and we talked about him, so many snaps, over a thousand snaps at left tackle already. Very, very experienced going into his first time eligible year as a junior. Been starting since his true freshman year. Needs to play with more play strength, but I watched some interviews of him where he said, okay, I've taken that really seriously over the summer. Hope we get to see it. Hope we see it on the field. Because if so, I think this guy's a really good offensive tackle prospect. I got Garrett Williams, the corner from Syracuse at number 28. Kayshawn Butte at 29. So I think that this is probably... He, we we got to put him at 21 here for us. Yep. I had you, him pretty you high. Had him where? You had him 15th. Oh, okay. So this is a good spot. Oh, we're actually really close yeah, on that one. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, Tanner McKee, I put in here at number 20. Because where did you have him? 23. I have him at. Okay. I'm going to put Butte first, actually. Okay. We'll do we'll do an update of our uh, the NFL SC board when we get to maybe 30. You can do it right now. We got twenty. We got twenty guys in there. If you wanna, if you wanna take over. I'll, okay, I'll, uh, cool. I'll so I'll time. start at ten because we already did the top uh, ten. Jackson Smith and Jigba at ten. Eleven was Cam Smith, the corner from South Carolina. Twelve, Andre Carter, the edge rusher from Miami. Thirteen, Siaki Ika, the big hulking defensive tackle from Baylor. Fourteen, Bijan Robinson, superstar weapon from Texas. Fifteen, Brian Brzee, the former number one overall recruit, defensive tackle, defensive lineman from Clemson. 16, Peter Skaronsky, offensive lineman. 17, tight end Michael Mayer uh, from the Fighting Irish, Notre Dame. 18, Noah Sewell, linebacker, Oregon. 19, Eli Ricks, corner, now at Alabama. 20, Kayshawn Butte, uh, electric wide receiver at LSU. And 21, quarterback of Stanford, Tanner McKee. Where do you have Felix Anudike Azuma, the edge 47. 
Oh, so you, okay, you have him way down there. So, because I have him, he's 12 for me. There was a couple edges that, that weren't in your top five that I liked that were ahead of him, but it's it's all close because they're all outside the top 30. Like Darrell and Chami from Maryland, Zion uh, Tupaolo Fatui from Washington, I think is going to explode this year. And then I, one guy like you've been kind of hinting at on the show when necessary that I have watched more film on, and I know the comments popped when we did the Edge Rusher show that I have caught up on now is BJ Ojolari from LSU. He was at 42 ahead of Felix. Okay. Okay. So if we start at 30, let's open it up a little bit here. Go 31 to 40, just yep. so we have a little bit more to talk about with these guys. Because there's a handful of players that now now we're going to have to get into some compromise, right? I think that getting yeah. to the top 20 was easy, but now like we've got some glaring players at the top of the board. Isaiah Foskey for me, Felix um, uh, Anudike. Well, we're going to get Felix on there. 47 is still a really good ranking for him. So yeah, he's yeah, gonna, yeah, but he's going to be I think we've really got, high. So we've got a, we've got a couple of players like Broderick Jones and Paris Johnson Jr. are going to come off next because they're pretty close. For yeah, me. I have them top 20. You got Tyler Van Dyke. Um, where do you have? You don't have Will Levis on your top? I have Will Levis. You do? Where 43rd. is he? 43rd. 43rd. Okay, your, I think uh, your Gator hate continues. I have Anthony Richardson at 41. Oh, I have Anthony Richardson in 47, I think. Oh, okay. So Anthony Richardson, welcome to the 40s. <laughs> or maybe I was not. I was, higher. I was wondering if we were going to get him in here. Yeah, com so like compromise doesn't Anthony doesn't Richardson. necessarily mean that they're going like way higher on the list, but it obviously helps. In the you ready for this? Yeah, give me 31 through 40. 31, Rakim Jarrett, the wide receiver from Maryland. 32, oh, nice. Cooper uh, Beebe. The offensive lineman from Kansas State. I thought you really liked him, right? I, I have him in my top fifty. Cool. I didn't. I didn't really like him. Like I. I liked Andrew Borges better than him. Okay. More than the gap actually suggests, but. Uh, Jordan Battle, safety from Alabama at thirty-three. Darrell and Chami, the edge rusher at, from Maryland at thirty-four. Thirty-five. Jalen Catalan, safety from Arkansas. Oh Th yeah. Thirty-six. Sam Laporta, tight end at Iowa. Thirty-seven. Clark Phillips, the third cornerback at Utah. Thirty-eight. Zion Tupaola Fatui, the edge rusher from Washington. Thirty-nine. Justin Jacobs, the linebacker at Iowa. Forty. Garrett Williams, the corner from Syracuse. Okay. Copying. We're gonna, we're definitely going to get Garrett Williams in there because I already had him a little bit higher. Okay. Jordan Addison, you had him at twenty-one. I've got him at thirty-one. So I think he's okay. probably next for us here. I think you would probably be next. Dude, where do you have Broderick and Paris? Uh, 37. Okay. So I think he's next. They're coming up. Ooh, who would, whoa, what's the math here? Oh, no, we got to, oh, no, we have to do math on this show. Um, <laughs> no, well, good luck. That's the weakness of the show. <laughs> okay. Math is I'm, the only thing that can destroy the NFL stock exchange single-handedly. Which is funny because the stock exchange is all about, you know, like, you know, math and numbers. Well, and it's a play on like words. It's a joke. Okay. So, for all right, Roger Johnson, I got him 35. You have him 16. Okay. That's 25.5 in the middle. And then oh, you God, have Broderick. <laughs> you have Broderick at 13. I have him at 37. Okay. So Ooh, the... 25 on the dot. Wow, so we God. got Broderick. You love to see it. That's beautiful. Roger Jones going, we'll put him right there at 23. Speaking, speaking of beautiful, can I interrupt the show? Yeah, sure. Have you seen the TikTok of the kid being interviewed about corn? <laughs> no. 
Wait, no? no? Okay, then we'll, we'll revisit <laughs> this next time. I've been singing this. So they interviewed this little kid at a festival, like with his grandma, and he's eating corn. For me, I really like corn. I was told that corn was real. It tasted good. I love corn. Mmm, corn. And he's like saying it's the greatest thing on planet. It's the best interview I've ever seen. And then somebody made it into a remix song. I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn. It's like, it's fairly top, like new. We'll revisit it next week. But if anybody, you, I'm not a big TikTok guy. I just have to deal with it because uh, it's all my girlfriend does every morning with coffee. I, I'm telling you, it's the funniest thing. So the word saying beautiful reminded me because he calls corn, corn the most beautiful thing. All right. Sorry, everyone. Back to the big board. <laughs> it's the funniest <laughs> thing I saw this week. It's the funniest thing I saw this week. I, I hope our producer can like sneak in the video of the show somehow. Oh, God. I'm okay, done. where do you have her eat, Gilbert? 50. <laughs> okay, you have him at 50. I have he's him hanging at, on by his head. Barely hanging on. The disrespect. I mean, he's going to go pretty high because you have him in the top 25. I got him at 22. There's a couple outliers for us, though, that I want to see if I can get some math on. You don't have Foskey in your top 10 or your top no. 50. You don't have Felix on DK Azuma in your top 50. 47th. Oh, you have him at 47. Yeah. Okay, so he's I gonna, think okay. he's going to be on the, on the show. I think he needs to be probably I think he's probably next. Okay. Wait, where do you have Catalan? Uh soon. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. You guys didn't you guys didn't lose us on the podcast. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, your I'm, your I'm your iPhone didn't break, your Bluetooth headphones didn't disconnect. I'm typing. We're just having a time figuring it out Ooh, okay so i'll just go my 31 through 40 then yes please jordan addison wide receiver usc sean tucker my boy running back. oh okay so you do have another running back on here i have i have i have multiple running backs in here mm. um i only had the two i already named Bijan and a chain yeah i i i just a lot of these guys are such good football players it was really hard for me to keep them off i'm gonna be honest and when i do big boards i i Yes, I take positional value into account. I definitely do, but it it is hard for me to deny how good these guys would be like at their job. Yeah, and there are so many other players who I will have them around in a big board where I'll be like, I don't even like this guy that much, but I love this running back, right? Because I think that he's so good at his craft. Like I've got Sean Tucker at thirty two, I got Tanner McKee at thirty three, and then I have Blake Corum at thirty four. I think Blake Corum's awesome. I think he is exactly where the NFL is going. I think he is an X-Factor type of player, and he's in the mold of a B. John Robinson. And I think with Noah Hassan Haskins, we might see a special season from, from Blake Quorum, the running back out of, out of Michigan. I got Paris Johnson at 35. I got Gervon Dexter, uh, the def interior defensive lineman from Florida. I got him at 36. Just potentials too insane for me to keep him too far down this list. Broderick Jones, I got at 37. Jordan Battle, I have at 38. Jaheim Bell, the tight end from South Carolina, I have at 39. And then Cooper Beebe, I have at 40. Okay. So Jordan Battle's... Well, Beebe's going to be on this. For sure. That's an yes. easy one. Jordan Battle, obviously. There's who a couple is, easy ones is now. There some, is there somebody who is still extremely high for you 
Who Paris we... Johnson. Oh, you got him on there. No, 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 we have him on here. You got the tackles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I've got Bryce Jones and Paris Johnson on here. No. Like, oh, where do you have Van Dyke? Uh, it's a good question. Please. You hold. were like Mr. Tyler Van Dyke. You wrote the story. Forty-six. He's awesome. I like Tyler Van Dyke. Okay, I got him so forty-six. He's gonna be on here soon because I have him forty-six. I think. I think I, I think we have to do what needs to be done. No, maybe we don't. I, look, what you, needs to be done? You having Foskey off of your top fifty altogether is is really throwing this for is really dude. Throwing I have players in the top fifty that you don't have. No, no, no. I know, but because oh, you're that so e- high that on egregious them. is what I'm saying. Because like, what do we do with them? Egregious. Do we, do we find it? Yeah. No, it's this is a crime. This is absolutely a crime against the scouting community. So. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm too high on him, but not in top fifties. Wild. I just no. I he's gonna be. That. He's gonna be on the board because you have him so high. I know, but where do we put him? I, we're getting close. If I don't have him, but you have him early, and I don't think I've said I think he's a fine player. He's a strong player. He's reliable against the run. Right, he can rush with power. I don't think he has the pass rush upside that a lot of these guys have. Where I'd put him in the top twenty-five. All right, I'm going to put Jordan Battle on there because I think we're pretty close to him. I have him at 38. You have him at 33. So I'm put his name on there next. I don't have Sam Laporte in my top 50. I don't have Clark Phillips in my top 50. I don't have Justin Jacobs in my top 50. Uh, I don't. I didn't watch Fatui. Man, you, you'd love him. He's and a I didn't show. watch And I didn't watch Jarrell. I didn't watch him either. Oh wow! Oh, I, uh, I really liked him, and Chami was. Jaquay has been hurt. Roy. Oh, did we not get him? In the, I had him twenty ninth. Yeah, you have him twenty ninth. Okay, let's keep going. Go go for go forty one to go forty one to fifty, and then we can kind of. Okay, this is just, actually going to be easier because I know you like a lot of these guys. Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida, forty one. Okay. Uh, B, BJ Ojolari, the edge from LSU, forty two. Okay. Will Levis, the quarterback from Kentucky, at forty three. Okay. Jaheim Bell. The tight end from South Carolina at 44. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, the tight end from Utah at 45. Owen Papo, the freak linebacker oh, yeah. from Auburn at yeah. 46. Felix, I had at 47. We've talked about him about the, almost the entire show. Uh, Osiris Torrance, I know you're a Gator hater, but the guard at Florida at 48. <laughs> Why would you Gator say hater that? is such a good nickname for you because you literally went to Florida. <laughs> 49, RJ Moten, the safety from Michigan at 50. Arik Gilbert, the tight end of Georgia. There he is. Arik Gilbert, baby. He's, it's almost a time. I want to make sure we didn't miss anybody. Okay, we got Levis on there at 28. That's good. I, I, I just threw Levis in there. I just threw yeah, Levis yeah. in there. All right, I'm going to give you my 41 through 50, and then we're going to have a big, we're going to have a big counseling session for the rest of, for the rest of this, uh, the for the rest of this ranking. Before I, before I do that, got to let everybody know that college football is back, officially back. We got college football this week, and it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year right now, New customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. You just got to place a $5 bet, and then you have a free $200 to play with. If that's not enough action, you can also do a same-game parlay for a shot on an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one. 
like which team will get the win and then which team scores first, things like that. There's plenty to, to uh, there's, there, there's plenty to go over. I mean, there's a million things that you could bet when it comes to parlays. And so there's a lot of combinations there. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want. Dra- download the DraftKings Sportsbook now. Use the promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any college football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PFF at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for terms and resources. If you get a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789 in New York. Call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. One per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit in a wager. You get $200 issued right off the bat if you do that. Also, I got to talk to you guys about a new sponsor that we have on the show. It's a really cool idea. And if you like the concept of NFL Stock Exchange, it's right up your alley. Our newest partner is revolutionizing the sports betting world and fan engagement by making sports fandom profitable. That company is Symbol. S-I-M-B-U-L-L. The stock market for sports. Symbol was a PFF sponsor last year, and they're back for this football season. Symbol lets you trade pro and college teams like stocks and even earn cash dividend payouts when your teams win. Symbol took the thrill of sports betting and combined it with the profitability of a stock market to give you a platform where fortune favors the fans. It's a really cool concept. Y'all got to check it out. Download the Symbol app for iOS by searching S-I-M-B-U-L-L in the App Store. Use the code promo code NFLSE. Helps out the podcast to receive free team stock valued up to $150 upon signing up if you use that promo code NFLSE. The PFF team is even getting in the Symbol market themselves this season. Uh, me and Connor... Both going to get our accounts set up, and we will be building our portfolios throughout the season. So sign up, compete against us, because we can talk. We're going to be talking about it plenty on this show as well. Download the app, create a free account, use the promo code NFLAC, get free stock valued up to one hundred fifty dollars, and compete against me and Connor this season using Symbol. It's a really cool concept, man. This is right up our alley. I'm excited. I'm really excited for the season to get going, so we can keep doing this. That's going to be fun. Mets just hit a three-run homer in the seventh to tie the game. So. <laughs> like you're saying, Sorry. let's go for the ad read. No, dude. I mean, yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, but I mean, seven four the- now seven seven in the seventh. This game has been on since one thirty. Trevor and I are recording this podcast at five thirty. Why? I get why people. I get it. Why some people can't get into baseball? Yeah, it's just on all day. All right, last uh, last of the top fifty for me. Number forty one. I got safety Jalen Catalan. Number forty two. Noah Daniels, the corner from TCO. I still believe you are the believer. And still you know what, believe, dude, baby. He's he's very talented. So he's somebody that if you put him on the board, it's like he's a good player. Right. It, right. It's all there. Not to get out of jail free card. You know, oldest scout trick in the book. Just put him on there, and if he gets hurt again, oh no, okay, yo, but yeah, but what could have been? The oldest uh, trick in the book. I got I got Jameer Gibbs at number forty three. BJ Ojulari at forty four. I got Zach Evans at forty five. Total projection, but just. Uh, brother unbelievable athlete i went back and i watched even more of his high school film it's the funniest stuff i've ever seen in my life um tyler van dyke i have a 46 layden robinson your boy there we go interior offensive lineman from texas a&m i got him at 47 uh anthony richardson my boy at 48 uh jaquelin roy at 49 and then henry to'o to'o at number 50 so we're at 29 right now in the slot we're probably mm-hmm. looking at roy and richardson coming up here i would think where did you have richardson 
I had Richardson forty first. No, so then I mean we gotta get we gotta get Laden off the board first because you got him at twenty six. And you had him where? Forty seven. So I okay. think Laden's probably next. Yeah, I, I loved his tape. I know he's got some issues to clean Layden up with pass pro, but good lord, um, you want to talk about ground a ground game killer. I'm looking for BJ Ojolari. Yeah, but that's that's later for us. And yep. just because we have a commonality doesn't mean we have to put them higher on the list. Jack Campbell, I'm gonna be honest, he was like 52 for me. Okay. So he's so gonna be on this. He's gonna be on this. And then you had Freeland on here too. So oh, I think I thought, like Yeah, I had Freeland 24th. Okay, so we're gonna put Freeland on here. We're gonna so put Freeland Jack comes Campbell in on here. Campbell 31st. Uh we will go Van Dyke? You had him at 30. Van Dyke, I'm yeah, at, I had him 30th. Yeah, but is there anybody else that we would have put in between? honestly catalan no isaiah foskey probably we have to have here okay uh, i mean i'm i'm throwing my hands no, up and surrendering. no 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 i'm not I'm listening not, to you. i'm not i'm the I'm scout in the room this happens in scouting all the time i'm the scout in the room that like when you draft that kid he has like one bad day of practice like i told you all did, not to draft him like don't do, where did you have andrew Voorhees? was he like barely out yes 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 okay, yes so because to put in perspective ido cyrus torrance is guard three at 48 and mm -hmm. Voorhees was guard four so like he, he's fringe top 50 so then i'm gonna put him there okay at 33 just because i was so much higher on him uh Arik gilbert mm, no i'm probably gonna put catalan in here first yep Jalen catalan well and van dyke uh i had him 30th and you ooh, had him 47th you did him 47th so we're close we're getting close yeah, tyler van dyke Who's the name I just said? Oh no! Did we I'm get gonna... Anthony Richardson on here yet? Not Still yet. Not yet. yet. But okay. we're only we're only at thirty five. You know, I'm trying okay. to I'm trying to take care of some of the guys that you had a little bit higher. Um, yep. Arie Gilbert, I think, has got to be here at thirty six. That okay. just makes sense. Is there anybody within your top twenty that we are missing? Because I don't think so. No, 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 no. Because we got to we got to do the math then. No, they're and, and all Lord, they're all in there. How close was Anton Harrison? All right, so so three guys for me that I'm curious on uh, with with your thoughts and how close they were to your top fifty. At Perry, Anton Harrison, and so, so. Brian Branch. So the problem I have with it is that I had Brandon Joseph over Branch, and he didn't make my top fifty. Joseph didn't make my top fifty either. Yeah um perry i'm really torn on perry honestly like i liked rock him jarrett a lot better than him did um, you i just think perry's not overly he's he's a giant he plays big he's an older prospect that doesn't play at very from a very explosive style of football these are and those things. that combination terrifies me terrifies me so he's like tr a true watch and see guy for me this year okay all right all right, I put I put Jaqueline Roy at thirty seven because okay. I had him forty nine and you had him twenty nine. So shoot, actually, should probably have him higher, right? Yeah, that wouldn't really make any sense. He should be yeah a couple spots up, which yeah. is an easy fix. Yeah. So the okay, so we got Voorhees on here and we got Freeland on here. The only tackle that he's not in my top fifty. That I had over Anton Harrison, it was uh, Javon Foster, 
And it was really a coin flip on that show. I said it on that show. So Harrison's going to be on this pretty soon. Okay. Because of how high you value him and the fact that I still think he's a solid player. Okay. Oh. I'm going to put him in now. One we're getting... Ooh, one we borderline are forgetting is is Cooper Beebe. Ooh. Item 32nd and you had him 40th. So he's he's got to be on here now. Okay. Well, we could put him a little bit higher, actually. I yes. think is yes. probably he's probably a, right do. over a Reek Gilbert, maybe even higher. Okay, so let's uh, Cooper, maybe Quaylen Roy, and then I'm pasting the rest. So now we're thirty nine in. 39 deep yeah we're getting to the finish line here thank god all right 39 we have anton harrison so here are some players that we're still trying to figure out the biggest one for me is is going to be perry and branch yeah i'm branch is probably going to be on here i know you're very high on him it's not like I, I didn't like the player. I just said I want to see more from him in coverage. Where did I have him? 30th. You got him 30th. He's got to be on here. He's got to be close. So here's, I'll, I'll ask, uh, and here's might be a better way to do it. I'm going to look at some of the guys that you have left, and I'm going to yeah. talk about players who might have been just outside of my top 50. Yes. And you do the same with mine, and I think that's a good way to do it. BJ Ojolari, we should probably get on here anyways. Oh, yeah. BJ was oh, because both of us did have him on here. I didn't realize how high you were on Jaheim Bell. Yes. 39th, and I have him 44th, so he's right in the spot right now. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do I that. missed that one. Jaheim Bell. Or 42nd. Jaheim Bell, the tight end from South Carolina. Ultimate yep. X-weapon kind of a player. It feels like less of a tight end and more of just somebody that you utilize in a lot of different offensive ways. Yeah, that John o. Smith player. Yes, yeah. That was a really great way that you, uh, that you put that there. I put Anthony Richardson at 41. I feel like that's a good spot. You had him at 41. Yep. Um, I had him at 48. So this is up, the, up at the top of where we would put him. The players you have that were fringe for me that should be coming up. Ooh, good question. Let's take a look here. So, like, Clark oh, Jameer Gibbs, absolutely. Okay, I, lo- so- I love Jameer Gibbs. I had him running back three, and and yeah, Jameer Gibbs, absolutely. Okay, we could put Jameer Gibbs on there. Brian Branch, for sure. Okay, all right, for oh, sure. All right, we're gonna go Brian Branch, and then you have him thirtieth, and I have him ballpark sixty to seventy. He's got to be on this. Yeah, he no, he really does. Is there anybody else? At Perry, we Perry's going to be a close call. He's going. He He's got a, a shot. Close call. Uh, Devin, uh, Devin A Chain, man. I don't think we're going to get him on here. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think so. I just. I don't think we're getting him on here. Um, Jordan Battle. I want to make sure. Did we miss him? No, we talked about him. He's 27th on our board right now. Is he? Yes. Oh yeah, there he is. I'm a fool. It's fine. Clark Phillips is close for me. So I feel like we should probably put him in. I loved him. Yeah. Loved um, him. I, I didn't. So I didn't watch. I didn't watch Jacobs. Yeah, he's going to be really good. I, I like it might Laporta. take a little while, but he's going to be really good. 
Where's Laporta for me? He couldn't have been that far down. No, he wasn't. Laporta was not that far down for me. Ooh, neither was Kincaid. Mm, interesting. Close. All right, we'll go Laporta next. Okay. We're almost through it here. We're at 46. Oh, wh where are you on Griffin Dexter? He did, not make my, he did not make my top 50. Is he anywhere um, close? Yeah, he's another one of those guys that would be in that 60 to 75 kind of range. Okay, so he, well, he, I, he could see, I forgot how so hot. I didn't see him there. Okay, yeah, so he's going to be on this. He'll be next. Sean Tucker or Blake Corum? Do anything Sean, for you? Sean Tucker. Sean Tucker. Okay, we might we might get Sean Tucker in here. I've got him at 32. Yeah, I would hold off at the moment on the running back. Where are you on Owen Papo? So I, I didn't watch I didn't watch enough of Papo to be super confident about an evaluation right now. I've just okay. seen him live over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so he is somebody that uh, that I still have to that I've still got to watch more of, which is kind of where this gets a little bit complicated. But sure, I mean that's you you're one man show. I'm a one man show. We can't get through everybody in the summer before the draft. Um, we got three spots left. We got 48, 49, and 50. Like Rakim Jarrett is somebody I feel very strongly about. Who? Uh, I'm trying I to think who else. That, that's really it. Like, that's the last guy where nice. I'm like, and the other guys are all like Justin Jacobs is a projection guy. Even Zion, I know he's lost some weight and I think he's going to explode this year, but he's had a long injury road lately. So, did we do BJ Ojolari? We did. BJ Ojolari was 40. I got him in there. Yeah, he's 40th for us. Yeah. Okay. Did we we did we end up getting we didn't get Felix in here oh we did twenty six okay I'm, I apologize I missed that one there's a lot to keep a lot lot to keep Noah track Daniels of. maybe is Ooh. hanging on here that's an interesting how one much to did me. you like him dude what's there on film he's great he just he in four or five years he barely ever plays nah I'm doing it but what is there to watch he's really good doing it so nobody can look at him on a top fifteen the hell is Noah Daniels here <laughs> like. So that's that's a pretty easy argument. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, I think, is is going to be. I think I think I have to put uh, Devin A. Chain at fifty. Okay, great. I mean, you're not going to hear it from me. He's sixty for me. Oh, he's, then yes, he's sixty-two for me, and he's I'm twenty-five. You have him at twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. Speed kills, dude. He's going to be this year's ETN. I'm he's telling your, you right now. He's your uh, he's your Isaiah Foskey. Okay, well yeah. I, that's the that's the fifty. But before we before we read it off, I mean, is there anybody that has not made this list that you got to pound the table for? I mean, guys that didn't make the list that I'll tell you right now that I think are just going to be great this year. Um, Zion Tupolu Fatui. I actually think we got to put At Perry in here instead of Noah Daniels for as much as I. Okay, because I got him. I that's I, your just, slot, so right, you, you I, get I that one. At, I have him so high on my rankings. Yeah, Zion's the guy I'm disappointed isn't on here. Um, I mean, once again, Justin Jacobs needs to show it. So I'm not, you know, furious at mm -hmm. that one by any stretch of the means. I'm gl really glad we got Rock. The one that would have pissed me off is I think Rockham Jarrett's going to be. I, Maryland's a hard team to figure out sometimes, but I think he's going to be really good. The one that really would have pissed me would have really pissed because I would have been like the one that would have made me quit I warned the pod. you I would I warned you we could have been the pod to have him in the top 50 yeah no this looks dude this looks good I really didn't think it was actually that hard of an exercise we really worked hand in hand I mean we kind of went with the uh you know we found the mean somewhere we did we, we tried we tried to
we try to and yeah for you for you guys out there we're gonna try to make the big board viewable i don't know if mm. we're gonna be able to do it during the season but we were actually we're figuring talking, that out now we were talking about that last week how to make i tried that. to hack the website and they, they wouldn't they told me no you don't <laughs> so, they're like you actually don't technically work here so no <laughs> and i was like that's a good point <laughs> i was like that's a really reasonable response that is a reasonable explanation that we just uh that we just came to there okay so let's do it let's read off the top 50 then i, I unless there's Okay, well, when we're going through this, if we want to change something, I guess we can discuss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not, let's let's go through the 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 top fifty. This collaborative NFL SE twenty twenty three big board going into the season. Uh, I will do. You want me to do fifteen first fifteen, and then you do the next fifteen, and then I'll uh, and then I'll take us home. You want? To yes, do that? yes, yes. Okay. I'll chime in here somewhere. Okay. There we go. I'm the setup uh, man. We got Will Anderson at number one. That was consensus. You know, as I'm looking at uh, our NFLSE board adjacent to my big board and Connor's big board. That's Getting wasn't hard. That's a consensus at number one. Jalen Carter at number two, also a consensus. You got Bryce Young at number three, CJ Stroud at four, Miles Murphy at five, Antonio Johnson, um, the the safety nickel player from Texas A&M, number six. Keely Ringo, the corner from Georgia at seven. Quentin Johnson, the wide receiver from TCU, number eight. Trenton Simpson, the linebacker, do-it-all defense superman, it feels like, for Clemson at nine. Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver from Ohio State at 10. Cam Smith, the corner from South Carolina at number 11. Uh, Andre Carter, the edge rusher from Army at number 12. Um, Siaka Ika, the interior defensive lineman from Baylor at 13. Bijan Robinson, look at that. We got a running back in the top 15 in a PFF pod at number 14. Brian Brzee, uh, the interior defensive lineman from Clemson at number 15. 16, Peter Skaronsky, the offensive lineman from Northwestern. 17, Michael Meyer, the tight end from Notre Dame. 18, Noah Sewell, linebacker from Oregon. 19, Eli Ricks, the corner now at Alabama. 20, Keishon Butte, electric wide receiver from LSU. 21, Tanner McKee, quarterback, Stanford. 22, Jordan Addison, wide receiver now at USC. 23 will be his first year as a full-time starter tackle Broderick Jones for your championship Bulldogs. 24, Paris Johnson, offensive lineman, kicking out to his natural position to tackle this year, Ohio State. 25, Garrett Williams, a corner from Syracuse. 26, Felix Anadike Uzama, edge rusher from Kansas State. 27, Jordan Battle, safety at Alabama. Surprise non-declaration last year. 28, quarterback Will Levis, the man uh, from the University of Kentucky that puts mayo in his coffee. 29, <laughs> 29 uh, guard Layden Robinson from Texas A&M. 30, Blake Freeland, tackle from BYU. All right, Cooper Beebe, the interior offensive lineman from Kansas State. 31, uh, Jaqueline Roy, the interior defensive lineman from LSU at 32, Jack Campbell, the linebacker from Iowa at 33, Isaiah Foskey, finally off the board at number 34, the edge rusher from Notre Dame, Andrew Voorhees, the interior offensive lineman from USC at 35, Jalen Catalan, the safety from Arkansas at 36, God, Jalen, please be healthy. We're going to yep. skyrocket you up this yep. list if you're healthy. Yep. Tyler Van Dyke, the quarterback from Miami at 37. Arik Gilbert, the tight end slash wide receiver, whatever he is now for Georgia at 38. Anton Harrison, the offensive tackle from Oklahoma uh, at 39. B.J. Ojolari, edge rusher from LSU at 40. Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Florida at 41. Jaheim Bell, the tight end from South Carolina at 42. Brian Branch, the do-it-all defensive back from Alabama at 43. Jameer Gibbs, Alabama's running back 
And number 44, Clark Phillips, the third corner from Utah at 45. San Laporta, the tight end from Iowa at 46. Gervin Dexter, the interior defensive lineman from Florida at 47. Rakeem Jarrett, the wide receiver from Maryland at 48. A.T. Perry, the wide receiver from Wake Forest at 49. And Devin A. Chain, the running back speed demon from Texas A&M at number 50. Some guys that we did not get on our collective top 50 here. Sean Tucker, the running back from Syracuse for my list. He was in the 30s. Blake Corum was as well. I like both those guys a lot. Noah Daniels, the corner from TCU, extremely talented guy. Just hasn't played a lot because of injury. Zach Evans, another really talented running back as well. Uh, Henry To'o To'o, a athletic linebacker from Alabama who I had at number 50. But, I mean, I think it's about it. I think that we got the rest of them from from my list. Who who do we not get from yours? Uh, Darrell and Shami, the edge rusher from Maryland. I think he has some of the best uh, bend and, and ankle, you know, flexion turn in this class. He just he's had a lot of injuries at Maryland, unfortunately. But when he's on the field, he's he's an impact player. Clark Phillips did make it. Okay, we did get that one in there at the end. Zion yep. Tupola Fatui, the edge rusher from Washington. Those are the real big ones for me. I mean, I think Dalton Kincaid and Owen Papo can have big years, but nobody's losing their mind over them not being in the top 50. That was fun, man. That it was. was. I, it's going to be fun to track. I've never done anything like that before. No. And for everybody who made it this far on the podcast, they're like, uh, yeah, buddy, I could tell with all the dead silence that we had throughout the show. So I apologize for that. But truly, this this podcast is something that hopefully you guys feel is very genuine because that's uh what it is not that we don't like to be organized we like to be as organized as possible but we also like doing exercises that we've never done before because we it's think not it's tv a, man a lot it, of fun it's as simple as that like we don't we don't look at it's this not thing. tv yet come on don't, TV don't, yet. don't don't that, cap us if anybody out there runs a television network and you guys want a show i mean look you just hit it, us up. i mean we, we're on all the time so yes it is a very open-ended conversation and i had a blast with it dude and I, I love seeing how our stuff starts conversation on social, not in the way of like Steph Curry's not a good shooter, but in the way of like, <laughs> but in <laughs> they told me Steph Curry, couldn't yeah, shoot. they told me Steph Curry can shoot. <laughs> oh man. It's one of my favorite running jokes on this podcast. Not in that way, but more in a actual intellectual way. Dude, this was, uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, like we said, middle and at the beginning of the podcast, this is something that we are going to reference through the first, I'll say like the first half of the season. We're going to go back yeah. and we're going to talk about what the top 50 is that we established going into the year. Really, once we start getting into November or November and December, that's when we'll really have enough concrete evidence, I think, to start moving guys a lot, maybe just in the big board in that regard. But uh, it feels really good to have something out there, something concrete, something that we collaborated on, that we worked with. Uh, let us know where we're crazy, right? I know that you guys out there watch a lot of these prospects as well. Big college football fans, big NFL fans, big NFL draft fans. You guys have some great opinions, some great insight that uh, sometimes we watch a lot of these guys. Sometimes we miss these little things. It's so going to happen. We are one man scouting department, so I cannot mm -hmm. reference that. Well, enough. now we're two man because we have a collaborative big board. So technically, we... this is the first time in my life where, yes, I am part of a multi-person scouting, scouting department. Scouting department. Two man scouting feeling. department. And if we add the sex addicts in it, then it's a full scouting staff. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. People who are just now listening to the podcast are still thrown off every time we call the listeners of the podcast. Never gets old. The, 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 the sex addict. So um, a little inside joke. Sorry for everybody that's, that's now outside. Now they're in. 
Now they're in. Now you're on the inside. Now you're on the inside joke. Not sure it's a great one, but uh, you know that now, now now you're in on it. So appreciate it, guys. Appreciate you listening. Let us know. Like I said, I, we'd love to hear your thoughts about where guys are, who who's on the list, who's not on the list. Uh, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter, Connor J. Rogers at Tampa Bay Trey. That's where you can find us. Thursday's episode of the podcast on the schedule, Connor. I have top ten teams in college football that we are watching this year from a scouting perspective and then also going through the college football schedule every single week and finding at least one probably a handful of like scouting matchup games that i want you guys to have on your calendar going into the season that sound good to you that sounds perfect to me let's keep the draft momentum rolling right now with the show before we just get bombarded with nfl madness but we are still going to give you guys a mock draft at some point before the NFL season comes out. So we had to get the big board established first. Next is going to come the mock draft, but uh, that'll be coming shortly before then uh, we're going to talk the top 10 matchups that you are going to want to have circled on your calendar when it comes to a scouting perspective for the upcoming 2022 college football season. That's coming on Thursday. I'm Trevor. That's Connor. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. This has been the NFL stock exchange. 